talk about video games. Uh, this week, we're going to talk in news about Fallout 76, Bethesda. Uh, has got a couple of things going on. We'll talk about that. Yeah, quick con was last week, so. Oh, that's right. There's that thing. Uh, the Chinese room has been acquired, which is good because they're the ones who did. Everybody's gone to the Rapture and something else. Uh, a couple other remembers. things. Yeah. Uh, and then Chief Design Officer Patrick Soderlund is leaving EA. I hope I said his name right. I think you did. Sweet. Also, questions from Vinny, turned down for what? Joe Coleslaw, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man, Man Socks, some cheap free games, and that's that. So, yeah, we'll get into that in just a bit. But first, we talk about what we're playing, and who wants to go first? I will. Okay. Because you're the only one who wrote anything down. I want to talk down. about Dead Cells so bad. Do it. So I, I still haven't tried it. If you'll recall, last week I said, I don't know, Dead Cells looks kind of cool and it's getting really good reviews, but I'm pretty sure it's not for me and I don't know why, but I went home that night and bought it and it turns out it's extremely for me. Um, so if you don't remember what we were talking about... Um, Dead Cells is a Metroidvania roguelite, and so what that means is it plays very much like a Metroidvania game, um, where you're exploring kind of side-scrolly ways. It's got a very gorgeous pixel aesthetic, and every time you die, you start the game 100% over. You go back to the very beginning, but um, it's only a roguelite, not a roguelite, or I'm sorry, it is a roguelite, not a roguelike, which means that there is some stuff you keep. So you you gather um, cells from things you kill, and you can take those cells and buy things with them, and those things might be... um, a health potion that you can always have, you know, an extra health vial. It may be a uh, chance of getting a random bow when you start the game that's better than the default bow. So when you start out, you always have a sword, and um, you walk into a room, and you have a choice between a shield and a bow. And so that random bow might be a better bow. You might get, uh, you can spend those to get a random different sword. All these different things you can spend. And then... um, as you progress through the game, you get the Metroidvania parts of it. There's a thing that makes it so you can turn these moss piles into vines that you can climb up. Those things are persistent. Um, and so what it means is that essentially you're playing um, the same game over and over and over again to get better stuff in this you know random set of you know events to finally beat the game in one complete shot. Um, but in addition to all those other things, the levels are all procedurally generated. So you can't just memorize the patterns. You can't just, you know, figure out the ways you want to go. Every single time you play, all the gear you get is random. All of the levels are random. The location of all the bad guys is random. So you don't keep gear, but you keep abilities. You, exactly. Okay. So like uh, if there's, if you need an ability to like blow up a rock to get through this one yeah. thing, you'll keep that. Exactly. But you necessarily won't have the same yeah. gear. Can you upgrade your gear as you go? Yes. And that Ooh. is also all random. So you, there's, there's a couple ways you can upgrade weapons. Um, there's a, a, like a shop that you run into in parts of the level. So you may never see that too, depending on how you go through a level, you may never run into the dude selling stuff. Ooh. Um, and he gives you stuff uh, or he lets you buy you stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, sometimes you'll just run into these places where they're like, hey, you can pick one of these two weapons to get. Um, sometimes you'll kill someone and they'll drop things. 
Um, and then there's also these places where there's this little scroll and you can pick and every weapon has a color associated with it. Um, and red weapons are very offensive. Not, not like offensive. They don't swear. Like how dare them. they? Yeah, exactly. They offensive. are offensive. <laughs> um, and then you have purple weapons that are more tactical. And then you have green, which is, uh, I think, more just like kind of health oriented. Um, and so certain weapons do certain kinds of damage. Um, based on their color. And so you'll get these three scrolls and it'll say you can either get 50% more health and do 15% more red damage, or you can get 40% more health and do 15% more green damage or you or more purple damage. And, and so you have to choose as you go how you want to spec your characters. But the entire thing is like random number generator too. Like you'll have runs that are better than other ones just because you ran into more things. The random rolls, the procedural generation was better for you this time through so you than it might be. So you could play the game like you could play it through one way and just constantly get better and better and better and better and better stuff. And then die. And then die. But then the next go through like. You get totally pooped on. You could yep. just like each roll, each random upgrade could just be equal Bad. to whatever yeah. you've got and yep. you could never that's mm-hmm. and it makes for real weird and, and the funny thing is is what it <laughs> makes it what what it does for you is it makes it think like oh my gosh I'm doing so well so I've done I want to say eight or nine runs through the game now and uh, I've gotten there's there's 12 levels you can play through total but I think there's only like actually like some of them are in the same level so if you think of it as like a flow chart mm-hmm. like you always start in the same place but that place branches out to three places at level two and then those go to three other places at level three and so even though there's 12 possible levels you can play you'll never play all 12 of those on a single run um oh wow okay so and i think so i think there's like eight eight levels you play through or something like that and i've made it to like five or six you think like wow you're doing really well but then you realize that getting from level five to eight is so hard because you, there's bosses you have to fight along the way. There's, you know, the bad guys get progressively harder and it really, a lot of it just depends on what people have dropped and what you've picked up. Hmm. So it's, it's really difficult. The, the guy who, so we talked a little bit about the controversy last week too. Um, the guy that wrote the review for IGN plagiarized it mm-hmm. um, and then really doubled down on that too. They fired him. Yeah. which And I remember when I was like, you know, I hope that was just a strange coincidence and blah, 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 because whatever. But then I heard his like, his like double down crap and I'm all, dude, you're saying that and literally in front of three other citations yeah. that people have found of you doing the same thing over the last however many years. Yep. So, F you, buddy. So like, I, I was think totally on your side for a minute. Jason Schreier, who um, works for Kotaku and wrote um, the really good book, uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, mm-hmm. I think was the person that actually broke that. the plate. Oh, look, it's a phone ringing. Hold, please. All right, pointless phone call done, and we're back. <laughs> uh, so Jason Schreier, I think, was actually the one that broke this. And uh, in the video, he actually like called him out, like, Jason Schreier, you just go and you see what else you can find. And he's found a bunch of stuff, and people keep sending him stuff. And it's this is not his first foray into, yeah. uh, into plagiarism. But IGN got another guy to review it real quick, and he beat it apparently on his 65th run. So Interesting. There's some, there's some depth there. Um, I've been playing it. Vinny's been playing it. We're having a real good time. Two questions. Yes. yes. Did he say anything like, he okay, beat it? Does he really want to go beat it again? Like what? Because it sounds—I mean, it sounds like the experience is so different. But is it like after doing it sixty-five times and finally going, ah, 
Do you want to keep playing, or is it something that feels complete and you want to move on? I would guess that it would probably feel complete and you want to move on. Although the the developers for it enough out yeah, of it, the developers for it are adding new levels. Okay, um, cool. so I think there will be some some stuff going forward. But my guess is that yeah, it's once you've probably beat it that many times, you're probably yeah. pretty done. Um, but since it's all procedurally generated, yeah, and right, it's a different change, experience. Yep. If you're into like it. you could theoretically just play that game over and over yep. and over again and get more powerful and well, not necessarily Except more powerful. Not no. get more powerful, yeah. But yeah. you could you could you could max out those things that you can right. max out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to trying that. It's fun. The other question is, if if you're a game reviewer, why would you play, like, why? Yeah, no, I agree. Wait, what now? Why would you play Jurassic like, if I you're a game? I just don't understand oh, how oh, you oh, make gotcha, it gotcha. that far to be hired by IGN and then well, play Jurassic. Like, it just seems so far outside well, the realm like, of someone that actually tackles that field like that right. is where you're headed in your life and you know that the one thing you're not allowed to do right. is that yeah. like and it's one thing as when he was like this independent guy with his own channel and blah 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 like no you're not supposed to do it but it clearly happens yeah. it's whatever but when you get to a certain level that's when you're like okay this is all on me i should probably stop doing that thing my guess <laughs> is and i don't this is 100 percent speculation yeah. i don't have any insight into this is that he came up through the ranks as a youtube guy yeah he got exactly. famous being a youtube yeah, guy he did he had his own nintendo in, like thing and yeah. like he was popular on and that. with with um what's his name jose otero sure. i want to say okay. leaving IGN is their kind of Nintendo expert. I like they probably that guy. saw I did too. They probably saw this guy as like, oh hey, he could be our next person, and they probably just didn't vet him enough. Right. And I mean, to be frank, there's a difference between being a YouTube guy or a whatever guy, and sure. you know, reading stuff off you know Wikipedia, right? Or, you know, whatever. I think there's a right. lot of freedom you have, yeah. like being a YouTuber. Well, I mean, to be that... frank, like we don't sit around and write everything yeah, we, we don't do. Write everything. Like, we've right. got that's we lo- that's why we love places like Kotaku and IGN yeah. and GameSpot and all that stuff because you guys like they do a lot. They do this for a living. This is fun for us. So we're exactly. just like we're just trying to curate the best stuff yeah. that we find yeah. out there. And we find more and give our take and bring on it. it to you yeah. and then give an opinion. So and it's editorial. We say because of this article or yeah. thanks to this or whatever. Right. Like we always let you know where we're getting our yeah. info from. But the reality is, is like you can do that as an independent podcaster or as an independent YouTube guy. Right. And and my guess is they just didn't vet him enough. And it's hard to vet. Like that's a really hard thing oh, to do for sure um and they probably said like hey this guy's got a good personality good whatever he's gonna be great and then they started making him write stuff <laughs> you know right and then he just wah, copy wah, paste wah. yeah all right dylan have you been playing anything not a lot because my week was real busy and still continues to be busy mm-hmm. um instead of playing video games i started shooting a short film last weekend which was oh. quite exciting but i did play a little more uh, burrito bice and launch a libre i think we all are and, i think we're all playing that um I think it's kind of like I wasn't expecting something to happen, but as you break through more cake walls, mm-hmm. eventually you break out of one and there's a boss. Oh, really? Yeah. So you know how when you launch at the beginning and you do damage to that the villain character? Yeah. There's another one of those. So you're actually going to like break through and then fight that guy over time. Like you're going to have to get keep getting through that like fifth wall or whatever it is and hit him to do damage until you can finally get past him, I believe. Like I just did it for the first time. Interesting. So it's like if you keep grinding at this game and like powering your guy up, eventually you're going to get to somewhere I don't know. I don't know what's on the other side of that, so it's kind More of cake. it's kind of exciting. It just was a nice little twist there that That's um, awesome. I'm so, loving it. Yeah, it's a goofy little game, but it's 
yeah. pretty satisfying. So. I've been having a great time with just screwing around when I've got... The, the cool thing is is you can literally play that game for 30 seconds. Uh-huh. It's great. Right. But yeah, I mean, keep, keep playing it because it might be, I don't know, like... There's something else on the other side. Maybe there's a million dollars at some point. And I don't know if it's like a new there. level that you unlock or if it just keeps going. I'm, I'm not sure. So well, I guess we'll find out, huh? Um, so I've been playing a couple of things that I'm totally forgetting because um, I didn't write them down. I've been playing a little more Luminous, which I really, really like. Nice. Uh, a little more Octopath Traveler, even though I don't have a lot of time for that one because of that burrito Lancho Libre crap. Um, I also picked up Monster Hunter World on PC. Nice. So that came out last week for PC. And it's funny, I didn't even realize that because I bought it just like 24 hours before it came out, I got the pre-order bonus. Oh, nice. I didn't get those until last night when I was way past what they were useful for. So it's fine. Kevin made fun of me. One of my biggest pet peeves is like pre-order bonuses that aren't worth it. Garbage. Well, there's, there's one thing 15 that, minutes into the game. There's some ring or something that, that definitely will, it, it buffs your stats throughout the game, period. So it'll always, that'll always come in handy. But there was a set of armor that would have been great for the first couple, three hunts, but I never no. checked for it, so it's whatever. Um, but I really, really like it. The first couple of hunts that I went on, um, so I don't, first of all, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Monster Hunter, you know, and the style of how that game works. Um, I'm not because I'd never played it before. Even sure. though I picked up Monster Hunter Ultimate on the 3DS, I only played a little bit of it and was like, man, I'm going to go do something else. Um, it's a very, very different game than I was expecting. Um, even though everywhere that I read and all the things that I heard about this game was it's very uh, it's very much for the first timer in Monster Hunter. If you're a first timer to Monster Hunter, this is the game that will get you into it, that will hold your hand, that will show you and teach you the things you need to do. But it's also good because it, while it holds your hand, it doesn't, just straight up make it easy for you. So it's good. It's challenging. Yeah, it's very challenging. Um, and when I went into it, I was expecting, just the way it looks, I was expecting type of combat you see in God of War or like Devil May Cry or or something like that, like not that third-person kind of action game. It's very much not. <laughs> um, it is, I would say, you know how on podcasts you can slow it down? Yeah. Like, if you could do that with video games, Monster Hunter slows slow it down. It's a methodical game. Yeah, it's like a quarter speed podcast Yeah, when you compare it to, like, God of War. Um, so every move you make needs to be thought out. You can't go in just mashing buttons. You will die. You can't just go in hacking and slashing and thinking you're going to take this thing down. You will die. A lot. <laughs> Which is um, so crazy because watching that game, like, I've never played it, but watching it, it looks just frantic. Does, but, but it's like it's, it's this controlled frantic. chaos. Yeah. It's so weird um, because the, the what I guess if you've never played it, it's every move that you're seeing people make. Those are perfectly timed, perfectly thought out. They know exactly what they're doing, yeah. or I have a fair fair idea of what to do. Um, and it just looks like this dance when you get it down. So That's it's cool. so fun. That's cool. Because um, the first couple of monsters, I was like, I don't like this, I'm dying, it's not working, what's wrong with this game? And I even said, I looked up a article, I'm like, why the crap is Monster Hunter's combat so poopy? <laughs> Those weren't the same words. He told me what he actually said, that was a, a right. vague approximation of it. And I googled that, and I came up with all the answers that I was looking for. So, and I 
collected myself, went back into it with a different uh, mindset, and over the last three to four days, I've gotten progressively exponentially better. I think one of uh, the most each fight. One of the most interesting things you've said to me was that the way to think of Monster Hunter World is that normally in video games, your uh, you know, a superhuman, super heroic, super whatever thing, mm-hmm. carrying giant weapons that you yeah. can swing as if they were butter knives, but are in fact giant swords. And that Monster Hunter World is you are a human with human strengths using human weapons against giant mammoth mythical mm-hmm. monsters. And yeah, that's yeah. the difference between the kind of games that often we play and, and Monster Hunter. I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Because it's like you look at Kratos, and yeah, he's got this giant axe that he can pick up and just fling like a frisbee. Yeah, but he's and also it, like six seven, yeah. ripped and a god and a god. This year, uh, six like foot me. three human being with a with a, a forty pound sword that you're swinging around. Yeah, so you're going to swing it like a forty pound sword. Yeah, so. it's real cool. But it's fun. I really really like it. And uh, I was talking to Vinny a little bit. He messaged me on Steam and told me to. Uh, uh, ask me what I thought about it because he's thinking about picking it up. So yeah, I recommend it's a game it. that maybe I'll grab at some point. Like I'd like to play yeah. it, but probably when it's cheap. Like, yeah, get or it I'll on sale. It. If you're yeah. unsure about the whole Monster Hunter thing, wait for it to be on sale. Or um, you could even pick up. It, it might be a little more intense. The Monster, Monster Hunter Ultimate, whatever that's coming sure. to Switch. Yeah. Because um, there's supposed to, there's like four, I think it came out on. No, no, you're right. It it's came, coming. It came out originally on 3ds. Yeah. And this version that's coming out was an expansion in Japan, but this is the full fleshed out version of that uh, that Monster Hunter game coming out on Switch. It might not be the one to jump into though if you've never played one because it's a traditional Monster Hunter game. Monster Hunter it's Generations. Generations Ultimate. Ultimate. Yeah, yeah, Ultimate. Uh, but anyway, yeah, check it out. It's super fun. Nice. Yeah, but good, wait good. till it's on sale if you're unsure. Yeah. yeah. Or GameFly it. Whatever. Yeah, I might do that. I got a game from Gamefly right now that I got to beat first. Which one? Uh, Yoko's Island Express. It's a platforming pinball game. Yeah, I heard (laughs) a lot about it. I played it at uh, PAX last year. It's super fun. Is it fun? Yeah. Cool. There's a demo on the Switch, and I downloaded it. Oh, nice. It's good. I'm going to try it. I would like to check that out. I liked it. All right. There is that. If you're on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever you might listen to your podcast, like us and give us a five-star or a whatever star. We like five stars. I prefer five stars. Um, and review us, and we'll talk about you. It's a promise. <laughs> um, and also, if you'd like to help support our little podcast that we bring you every week, we have a Patreon set up. It's patreon.com slash Podcast. Got a few different levels of support that you can choose from. As low as a buck a month is where we are We're shilling for your cash. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, do that. Um, and the highest level is producer level, and that's where we thank you live recorded on our podcast <laughs> so this is live right now it's actually yeah. happening it's it's re- i had to learn that there's an actual live recorded like sect of programming well that's weird yeah it's basically like live unedited stuff or recorded uh, unedited stuff which so. is pretty much us yeah yeah, yeah. anyway we would like to definitely thank alan schulte definitely. schulte jack irish uh joe cole jr kevin schuld and vinnie champa champa yeah. champa i don't let's know. pretend it's champa, champa. I like Champa. Yeah, me too. I think it's actually probably Champa. Yeah, but Champa, Champa, Champa. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, oh, I'm thinking of Thwomps. Whatever. Or it doesn't matter. Hey, we, a chain Champa. All those guys are great. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know, as, as a Patreon too, one thing that we will talk about very briefly is uh, you do get access to all of our shows uh, early. So, for instance, this show. Uh, 
Patreons will get today, Tuesday, when almost everyone else gets it on Thursdays. But special shows we do, you actually get a full week early. Um, so, for instance, the uh, show we did with uh, the games come out in August, Patreons got that a week early. Uh, Dylan and I and uh, our friend Hans actually recorded uh, what we're calling 8-Bit Bites now, which is going to be a retro games podcast that we do about once a month. Adam will probably be mm-hmm. in sometimes. Um, we'll probably all be in sometimes. Oh, yeah. And uh, so that actually launched yesterday. So patrons got that Monday, and uh, everyone else will get it next Monday. So if you're not a patron, check it out next Monday. If you are a patron, you've already all listened to it, I think. Yeah. Everyone's told me it's good. So Nice. Good job. Go you. Yay. All right. We've got a few things to talk about in this next section. So, Dylan. News. Oh, there was a little whoosh. Oh, I like the whoosh. Yeah. That's good. I hope it came through. I think it did. I don't okay. know if it came through from way back there, but I think the clo- yeah. Wait, it was it supposed to like come in? Like it would start quiet and get loud. There's super directional microphones. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like nope. What do they got? Doppler effect? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean I could add that in, but I won't because I'm no. lazy. All right, got some news for you. First up. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Fallout 76 turns the assholes into interesting content. I couldn't not. I, that, that is a direct quote from Todd Howard, and I That's absolutely amazing. adored it. Um, and is he ta- Okay, so let's get into this. What exactly is he terming a-holes? Who so, are the a-holes? So what he is saying is, and, and I'm going to say it again. Every time I hear more about Fallout 76, I'm more and more excited about it. All the, the things I was like, oh, I don't know. This might not be great. They're like, no, no, here's how we're making it great. And so what he's saying is, is that people that troll you, okay? So Adam's playing Fallout 76. He does not wish to uh, engage. engage. He does not want to play PvP. Some so Dylan comes up and starts shooting at him. Um, <laughs> As Dylan like does. Rocket League. Okay. Instead, so so you can't Dylan Rocket League me finally. So Dylan shoots a rocket at him, and it explodes all over all over Adam. And maybe normally that rocket would kill Adam, but because of the way the PvP works, until Adam shoots back at Dylan, they won't have full damage encounters. But Dylan will do some damage to you. So maybe instead of taking off 100% of your hit points, it'll take off 1% or 2% or 3%, whatever. And so if he keeps shooting rockets at you, yes, eventually you will die. But it's giving you every opportunity to not die, <laughs> which is right. nice. So it's not just going to be people coming in, shooting in the back head, stealing all your stuff and running away. It's going like, to take some time. That person is really, really, really going to have to troll you. But as soon as Dylan kills, kills you... That's what I was just reading, and I think that's so great. It gives uh, Dylan essentially a huge wanted level and puts out a reward for his death, paid out of his own money. (laughs) It's pretty funny. And it also makes it so Dylan can't see any other people in the game. His radar doesn't show opposing players anymore. Interesting. And that's only because Adam didn't choose to re-encounter with exactly. me. So now, but if I had re-engaged it, with him, then, then, then you just been a regular fight. fight. Okay. Yep. That's pretty funny. Um, wow. The other interesting thing is, though, is you can actually set your account to pacifist, which makes it so that if Adam's out shooting super mutants and accidentally yeah. shoots Dylan, it won't trigger, it won't trigger that. There's a lot going on right. under the hood of this game. They're doing they're doing this so smart, and I absolutely adore it. I cannot wait to play this game. Absolutely cannot wait to play this game. Wow. It's real smart. That is really, really cool. And this game is, uh, you can currently pre-order it, and I think it's you have to purchase it via Bethesda's site. That's what I've heard, is that you have to get, the, get uh, or, or, for, for, or directly from Xbox or 
Xbox or directly it's from big. PlayStation. Okay. So I haven't pre-ordered from, from Amazon, but I, I might change that. Cool, cool, um, cool. And this game is coming out when? November 14th. Ooh. Two days before my birthday. Oh, Happy birthday so to Cliff. far away. Yeah, I'm really yeah, excited. Right? And then the, the Literally beta, two months. The beta will start running in uh, October. Cool. Very Three cool. Um, other Sorry. Bethesda news. Nah. Uh, Doom Eternal is coming, and that was announced at, what was this, QuakeCon? QuakeCon, yeah. yeah. So Doom Eternal is coming. Uh, we got a release window, and it's coming to the Switch as well. Yeah, like, it is. on release day. Yep, and this is the sequel to uh, Doom. Doom that just came out. Um, but they're adding new weapons, new um, new bad guy types, enemies, that's what they call them. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> You bad guys. Some days. You bad um, I don't think we actually have a, an actual window yet, but it, they're saying it's going to be a 2019 game, hopefully a little sooner. Okay. And uh, the trailer looks absolutely incredible. I think it's going to be going to be good. I was not a huge fan of Doom, but uh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, and I was very much an exception to that rule. I think most right. people really enjoyed it. So the music was great. That was one of the first games that I got for. It's not one of the first games I got it for my PS4. Or one of the first ones I picked up when I got my PS4 Pro. Yeah. Um, not that I don't think it made any difference uh, in that game, yeah. but it was so because that's when I was like, yeah, I'm going to try more first person shooters because I got into the whole Destiny thing. Yeah, and um, it was different than Destiny. It is very different. It is really, really different. It's than really, Destiny. really fast and really, really like hardcore. Yeah, it but is- so good. Oh, what I just oh I just saw one of the death. Up close. <laughs> These things look real pretty. It though. looks really good. Um, it is adding an invasion mode too, um, where other people—if you turn it on—other people can jump into your single-player game and uh, like help lead attack demon attacks against you, which is kind of an interesting, interesting. idea. Yeah. Wow! But you can turn that off too if you don't want to deal with people, because people are gross. They smell funny. Yeah. I'm just watching some of this gameplay. That's awesome. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Looking and forward to trying I'm that. I'm really curious. I know that they did a really good job when they ported it over the original Doom reboot to the Switch. So I'm curious to see how this is going to be as they build it from the ground same. up for yeah. all the systems at the same time. Yeah. It'll be good. Nice. Other Bethesda news. They are demanding crossplay for Elder Scrolls Legend. I've been following some of the, yeah. the updates that pop up in the news, and they're kind of like, they're not backing down. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's good. And so Elder Scrolls Legends, if you'll remember, is uh, the game they debuted at um, that big thing. E3? Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Woo! Was this the one that... Um, that they just showed a quick little trailer for that didn't no, have a whole lot of anything. It's gonna be it's the it's the one that's gonna play on the phones. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh. So I believe it's debuting on phones initially, and then is going to come to consoles after that. Okay. Um, but what they're saying is is that it's imperative that crossplay exists because the whole idea of the game is that phones are gonna be playing against consoles, are gonna be playing against everyone, and the all progression will go. If you start on your iPhone and then get home, you know you're playing on the bus, you're playing on the bus, you're playing on the bus. You get home, you boot up your Xbox. That progression will carry over to your game. So plays wherever you are. And so they're saying it is imperative that crossplay exists in this. And if crossplay is not available on your platform, then we're not bringing, we're not bringing it to it. Done. And they've been very diplomatic so far and said, like, you know, we're working with Sony, we're working with Microsoft, we're working with Nintendo to make sure that this works. And so they're not saying... Hey Sony, get your crap together and and get crossplay. But they're they're saying, hey, Sony, get your crap together and let us play there. And, and that if you don't do it, you just won't get this game. And some people have pointed out that going hard on a game that 
is probably not going to be something that everybody cares about. A game that you know everyone's clamoring for is probably not the best way to to get crossplay working. It would be way better if they said, "Hey, Fallout seventy or yeah, Fallout seventy six is going to have crossplay, right. and if you don't enable it, then you know you're not getting it." But it's- I can't I can't think of a better that game that or the words the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When you hear that, you know it's a big deal. Yeah. So I can't think of really a better franchise yeah, I mean, or something. They, they to could say least. Elder Scrolls Six. They could say Fallout Seventy Six. You know, there yeah. are bigger games that more people are going to want than this. But I think it's nice. It's just nice to hear it over. You know, we oh, kind of yeah. made the joke like I don't know three or four weeks ago that you know Sony's just in troll corner until they get you know this crossplay thing worked out. And it's nice that we're still hearing about it. It's nice that this wasn't just a like, hey, big. It wasn't a fad. Yeah, it wasn't Fortnite saying, hey, we want crossplay. It wasn't Rocket League saying, hey, we want crossplay, and then it going away. Right. It's something that we're reading about almost every single week from EA. And we're reading about Sony being the only ones that are really stopping it from being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh I think it's good. Cool. Yeah, and so this is coming out. So Elder Scrolls Legends is coming out on. Mo- it's already out on mobile and PC, and it's going to be relaunched later this year on. Oh wait, is Elder Scrolls Legends? Maybe I got this wrong. Is Elder Scrolls Legends their card game? Uh, yes. It, it looks like a. CCD. It looks like. Oh, uh, I was thinking this was the the one they debuted at E3. No, this is this is their card game. This is their their Hearthstone. Oh, okay. Game, so which well, card CCG whatever games, CCGs are huge. Yeah, they're massive. So and they're yeah. So this is still again anything with that moniker. That's the word I'm looking for. Moniker. There you anything go. Anything with the Elder Scrolls right. moniker slapped on on the top of it, right. you should probably pay attention to. It doesn't matter if it's card game or if it's full on right. RPG. Yeah, but I was I thinking mean, that the, the I was thinking the version of Skyrim that they're going to have that's like for the phones that's coming out like in a month or two. But uh, either okay. way, I'm just, like I said, I'm just glad that the com- the conversation's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. But this is the sort of game, too, that it needs to have the audience on every device. And yep. You should be able to play on anything, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Right. It's really honestly silly if, you're, if your card collection can't exist on all your devices. But, I mean, really, as silly as that is. but Right, it should. Ugh. All right. So, yeah. Up next, um, you remember that little studio that brought you Everybody's Gone to the Rapture? One of my favorite, if not my favorite walking sim. It's so gorgeous, and it's such a great story. Um, Chinese studio? Chinese room? Sorry. The Chinese room, yeah. The Chinese room. They have been acquired by... Sumo Digital. There it is. Sorry. Yeah, and so this is kind of a big deal for two reasons. Is one is the Chinese room like looked like they were going out of business. If you remember, we mm-hmm. actually talked about it. Probably they basically shuttered ago. everything. Yeah, they went. They they laid off all their employees and were like, "Hey, we still want to do something. We're just not sure what that is. This isn't the last you've heard from us." But hey, we're kind of going dark. And apparently, that was um, you know the the what was happening until they got acquired by the, the Sumo Group. And now the Sumo Group's actually a pretty big deal. They own Sumo Games, which makes Crackdown 3. Well, so, they are making Crackdown 3, and we're all wondering when Crackdown 3 is actually going to show eventually. up. Eventually. And so what they've done is they've said that uh, the the kind of the owner, the, the head guy of the Chinese room is uh, Dan Pinchbeck, and he is been named as a creative director. Um, the co-founder of it actually... Um, has always been kind of a freelancer, so she's going to continue to be involved, but is not actually like an employee of the Sumo Group. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like they're just—they've got a bunch of things in development. And they're going to bring stuff back. But everyone go, has gone to the Rapture is 
such a good game. Did you it, play it? Yeah, I have. Oh, I haven't oh, beaten okay. it yet. But, oh, finish uh, it. Finish it. Because that last, the last scene with all the music and everything and the story. and It's, it's so good. It's so good. And I just like, oh. I, frankly, anytime you can hear about a developer that didn't just shut down and go out of business, it's nice. And yeah. you know, keeping creative people in the industry, it's a, game development is an industry that churns people. Like, I mean, it literally like just, butter. yeah, you know, chews them up and spits butter. them out and they move on to other things. And so anytime you can keep those people in the industry doing interesting creative thing it's always it's always good so definitely cool looking forward to that um all right finally chief design officer patrick sutherland 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 it's got an umlaut who knows sutherland 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 <laughs> that's the correct way even um, if it's not sutherland correct. is leaving the company ea but the reason for him leaving was not really talked about so is there some shady stuff happening you know no one knows um but the crazy thing is, is this dude got a $20 million bonus last year, um, wow. made $48 million, uh, and and kind of threatened to leave last year, and they gave him $20 million to stay. So, so they want him, and he doesn't want to stay. Yeah, which is, which is weird. <laughs> Usually um, backwards, I think. And there's a lot of speculation. He was tied up in a lot of the Battlefront 2 loot controversy, um, you know, shutting down Amy Hennig's Star Wars game. So maybe it has something to do with that. But the, the downside is he's also the guy that led the um, EA Originals program, which mm-hmm. brought you um, Yarny, um, Unraveled, well, unraveled. Um, and Fe, 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 and A Way Fe. Out. Um, and what was that other, uh, Child of Light? Uh Oh no, that's Ubisoft. That's Ubisoft. Sorry, my bad. Same same kind of same program. Idea, though, but, yeah. little the game's coming to Switch too, by the way. Oh, I know. I've already, yeah. I think I've owned it. I own it on PC and be good on the PS4. Switch though. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, kind of a bummer to lose a guy that was really involved in a lot of things we really like, and also, I mean, I would put up with a lot, a lot of stuff for forty eight million dollars. <laughs> oh, you think? And by a lot of stuff, I mean like if basically everything. If like once a day they brought like a hobo into my room, and I was like, "Well, gotta do have it." To give him a bath. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Wash this guy. Yeah, like <laughs> done. That's what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> Oh, Boy. and that's an inside joke that we, you'll have to uh, subscribe to our Patreon you might know to find what we're out. talking about. Uh, <laughs> I love how just our Patreon now is just Adam Schilling for like our bad yeah. inside jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you want to know the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, but that's what we should do. We should do some behind the scenes like video stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, we should. Oh, yeah. Are we yeah. that entertaining? We could do the After Dark podcast too. <laughs> oh, anyway, man. anyway. Well, sorry about that, Shooterland. Um, I guess maybe if you got $50 million, oh, like, maybe... Good luck with that $48 million. Yeah, maybe I don't know that's how just like, who survive. cares money? Like, right? Oh, darn. Um, all right, there's... Maybe he all... just wants to retire. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how he's going to do that on $48 million. <laughs> just saying. I'd find a way. Uh, yeah, sorry. I got an email popped up. <laughs> uh, I just watched Adam's brain break. Yeah. Well, I've got like 10 different things. The phone keeps ringing. People keep emailing me. I'm trying to do this freaking podcast, man. <sighs> all right. Um, NT way. All right. That's, that's all your news. That's all your news. All yep, the news. That's it's all the fit news. to news. Done with the news. All right. We have questions this week from Mansox, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man, Joe Coleslaw, Turned Down for What? And of course, our, our uh, Champa. Champa. Our very own Champa. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, Vinny Champa. 
That's the guy. I love that there's like a reoccurring thing on our podcast where we don't know how to pronounce anybody's last yeah. name. <laughs> it's like, because well, on My Favorite Murder, that when they do their live shows or whatever, and they're in these towns, and they're talking about, you know, this murder happened in... Blah, 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 and they, it's a very weird name, and they try and pronounce it, and it's always wrong. It's a running <laughs> joke where they can never say these names right. right. And Except for when they were in um, Sweden, of all places. Sweden. And Georgia... Uh, Hardstark is her name. Georgia, yeah, Georgia Hardstark was getting them right, left and right. Like she was. <laughs> That's weird. They didn't the use time. the same alphabet we do. I know. She was doing it just fine. They were all cheering for her. Interesting. So right. either they were really nice and she was really wrong, or she Swedish was people right. are very nice. As from one who is descended from Swedish people. Yeah. Um, all right. So Vinny wants to know. It's kind of a two-parter question, but so far in the year, what is your game of the year prediction? Are there any games coming out that you think can surpass it? More importantly, how should we define game of the year? Are games for the first time coming out on console? Wait. Are games for the first time coming out on console while already being on PC worthy for game of the year? Uh, should early access games be considered for game of the year? He'd love to hear our thoughts. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, all right, so the first part of the question. Any contenders at this point for Game of the Year, or, or do, you th- do you have an idea of what your Game of the Year is now, and do you think anything coming up is going to overtake it? I Yes. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Dylan. Dylan has thoughts. Well, I would just say my Game of the Year so far would probably be Sea of Thieves. Do I think that's going to be the Game of the Year? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... I haven't played God of War, mind you. I think okay. that would be a game. Had I played it, I might think that that's a game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sea of Thieves is just for me has done a lot of cool things for what I think the future of games should be. Like they've made big steps and like the ongoing new things that they're implementing. And it's like mm-hmm. all the stuff. It's like that is worthy of game of the year to me. I, um, now there's a couple games coming up by yes. the time the year is over that I think will take that. What are some of the games that are coming up that you think might ever take? I would be willing to guess right now that there is no way that Red Dead Redemption 2 does not take everyone's game of the year. And that's exactly what I'm holding out for. That is going to be the game of the year. It's going to blow everything else out of the water. Yep. Hmm. Pun intended. I mean, unless it's just bad, which seems incredibly unlikely. Yeah. Rockstar has a... Never made a bad game. Yeah. You know... what about that tennis game? Was that good? It, it apparently was really, really good. <laughs> I didn't know they made a tennis game. Table they tennis. Did, yeah. Um, I don't see any way that Red Dead will not be game of the year pretty much across the board for okay. everyone. Um, but whether, whether it be you, my personal unanimous. game of the year? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. What is your personal game of the year so far, and do you think that Red Dead will overtake that one Ugh. as your personal game of the year? I can't remember what games came out this year. That's, uh, that was kind of the hard part. But for uh, for a year that I think we were really hyped about, I don't think many games have actually come out that were like, that's a game of the year. Mm-hmm. Far Cry 5. Okay. Yeah, Far, right. Far Cry 5 is probably my game of the year so far. Okay. Yeah. Um. So my game of the year is obviously God of War. Um. I got it day one. Played it well. I didn't get a day one. Actually, I had to wait for like two days. Um, <laughs> almost day one. Almost day one. But loved it start to finish. There's still so much more in there that I want to do. I couldn't put it down. It was fantastic. Um, it was it hit all the boxes just right, um, and the ending of it just was perfect. Yeah. So clearly and easily my game of the year. I do think Red Dead could probably take it over. Um, I would not be surprised though if Monster Hunter World made a really strong case. Uh, to kind of disrupt the whole thing for Game of the Year. Not even going to lie a little bit. Maybe. Mm, well, I think they did a really smart thing 
um, Capcom did a really smart thing. They released it at the beginning of the year for the consoles. And so they released it after the first of the year. Yeah. So it's clearly in the running for game of the year. Right. Massive, and it's got this huge player base, and it's still super, super massive, super, super popular, best-selling game in the series, blah, 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 blah. Um, the overall public, like, out there in front of everybody's interest kind of died down. Super strong player base still. Then they release it, you know, late summer on PC and brought it right back to the forefront. And they're going to roll out all the updates and everything to it the same way they did it on the consoles where you don't have everything right off the right off the bat. Keep it, they keep interest around yeah, all year. Yeah, they keep year. interest around until they're going to keep interest around and in rolling out content for the next couple of months. Just like they did with the consoles. So I think it's going to roll into game of the year season. With a really strong case, maybe I re- that's yeah. my personal it can, take. It can happen. Yeah. It can happen. So, um, so yeah, that's my thought. Yeah. So there's that. Um, second part of the question is: How should we define game of the year? Are games first time coming to a console that have already been on PC worthy, and should early access games be considered uh, for game of the year? I don't care. Yeah. Like, I l- listening to people last year talk about whether PUBG should be allowed or not allowed because it was still in early access. Like, I, I don't care. If it's a game's right. fun and people enjoy it, early great. access is a facade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I agree. Um, however, if you give a game game of the year in early access, you probably shouldn't give a game of the year next year when it's oh, fully yeah, released. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's my only thing is like, right. if it's up for game of the year, then it isn't next year. I mean, like, the flip side of that, though, like, kind of ironically with PUBG in in particular was I think a lot of people would have voted that game game of the year in beta and would not have voted a right. game of the year post release. So Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because you expect some of the stuff that you yeah, were dealing with to be in fixed. the beta or right. whatever. Like you that's the thing. But the thing is that game was most fun to experience when it was hot at the beginning and now it's not. Which yeah. is fine because you don't a game doesn't have to keep your interest for two hundred and fifty yeah. hours to be a game of the year. It right. just has to give you a great four hour experience, honestly, and it could yeah. be game of the year at that point. Right. I, I think the thing but, is is like People put a lot of stock in Game of the Year. People put a lot of thought in the Game of the Year. But ultimately, it's 100% subjective. Oh, yeah. Like, choosing the the best Game of the Year when video games exist in billions of genres, billions of types of games. Are there you know, over a billion genres uh, probably, of gaming? Some, crap. I mean, think about that, though. Like, look, go, look at, <laughs> go look at any, like, try and, try and define what a role-playing game is anymore. Like, right. you know, is yeah. Mass Effect a role-playing game? Sure. Is, it you is know. in some capacity. <laughs> it, it, and so you get into these weird little micro, it's like music. You yeah, know, third-person like, action shooter RPG. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. With My a moral system. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so now, what about when it comes to games that are released on multiple platforms, but in different like like in different years, yeah, it comes out well, is it Xbox Game of the Year or is it just Game of the Year? Right. If so, it's a broad Game of the Year, and again, it's already been out, then right. it's no longer new. Well, but it's if it's funny. new to a platform, then sure. Well, because I was listening to IGN's Game Scoop podcast this morning at the gym, and they were. It's really funny that uh, Vinny asked this question because that episode of Game Scoop was out. And this question's been in, but it just came out today, and they were talking about. Um, game of the year and uh, how, like, if a game comes out on PC and Xbox and PS4, oh, they were talking about all the ports coming to Switch. Yeah, yeah. Like, if a game comes out on all these platforms over here in, like, 2015, wins game of the year, but that doesn't come out again until 2017 or 2018 on the Switch, is it eligible again for game of the year? And the answer was no. It's not. It's not eligible for game of the year. It could be the best game of that year on the Switch. Right. It could be I the game of the year on the Switch, but it can't be the game of the year 
again. You know what I mean? I don't know if I agree. But you can't win twice. You can't win game of the year twice. Yeah, you can't. You can't do it twice. Sure, you could. I mean, it's like okay. So I mean, I guess the thing is, if a game comes out on PC well, in 2015 and then comes out on two consoles and a Switch two years later, like it came out in way more things, you know, two years later. Is that right? Better, well, worse? Think I, about the original Red Dead Redemption that came out on PS3. Uh, eventually came to Xbox 360. Yeah, I think it launched on both. On both, yeah. it at the same both? time. Okay, yeah. and it was on. Finally, came to PC eventually, didn't it? <laughs> Never, Never did. Okay. Nope. All of these things are are ideas that we've manufactured. They, I mean, yeah, I guess if you're IGN, you should probably have like an editorial stance on how these things work. As a consumer, as a buyer of games, I could 100 percent right. care less. If if that game is so good that it won Game of the Year in 2015 when it came out on PC. And it's still so good that it outdid every single other release that came out in 2018. I, that game must be amazing, and it should deserve to win it twice. Well, I think games can create a gray area because they can be supported and continue to be played. However, I would compare it to movies. Like, you can't win an Oscar in 2019 if your movie came out in 2018. Yeah, but movies That's only get just, released once. Right. It's apples but, and oranges. It's just a, it's okay. a technical update. But let's it's, say it's, it's not emulated. Not, let's say they let's say they redid it so it works on the Switch now. N- same thing. It's your you. It's a Blu-ray player, not a DVD player. It's not a project. It's they, not a projector anymore. It doesn't matter how the medium is, which medium it is. They, it's what the if same they take game. Apocalypse Now? It's the same story. They redo everything. They like, recut it. Apocalypse Now Redux. Not best picture. It's already been. The, they re-release no. it in the theater. No, it's it's already been. But, no, the, but it's but, a different movie. Well, if you re-release it, maybe. But you're not re-releasing the game either. You're putting a patch on it. No, no, no. You're re- it's never been on the Switch before. It's the same game. But it's not. It's they like redid, putting it on a bl- it's, everything. It's like putting it on the shelf on a Blu-ray. But you can't take a PC game and run it on an Xbox. It's a different game. So if God of War comes out on Xbox One X next year like it's scheduled to yeah. do? And it's better than every other game that even comes it, out that even year. Even though it swept up the award season the year before. No, it's, it's already been out. It's better than every other game that it's came just, out in 2018. Yeah, it's it's already one game a year. It's just repurposed. It's already out. It's the exact it's same not, game. There's it's nothing, nothing new. new. But it's better than every other game that came out there. Why shouldn't it win? Because well, it why, already won game it of already, the year. It's already, cares? It's better than every game that came out that year. It's by... By default, it's the best game that came out in 2018. It's better than every other game that came out, right? Why shouldn't it win Game of the Year? The best, uh, so right, I but think that's you like you could say this is the best book of all time. So why have a book of the year? Because it didn't get re-released this year. I think but you it's need not. To think it's, about it though. Like, well, it got released with a new paperback. So, like, what? It's it's easier to read now because it's yeah. a it's a paperback. It's not big and hardback anymore. To me, the formats are different. Like, no. to me, there's a there's a bigger difference between. The PC and the Switch, like it takes. There's. It's not like you just like resave it and it goes to the Switch. Like right, it's a but different. I mean, no, so but it, so it, it, it's not. Re- so then, do you want to give people a reward for technical achievement and getting this right, game to run on a different platform just right, as well? So exactly. I think that's might be where you're. Because like for. game is writing. Like it, the game was not rewritten. It like there's so much more that goes into the game than actually how it right. works on a machine sure. and how I put inputs into the controller and watch it on a screen. Like so, I would not be comfortable giving. Everyone that made God of War two awards when there was all these other great games that came out the next year. But none of them were as good as God of War. But it's fine, because God of War came out last year, and it got Game of the Year. But it came out this year, too, and it's right. better than everything well, else Pulp they released. Fiction's still better than every movie that's come out since 1994, so... That's, that's not it's, true. It's, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, it really is. Like, this is where you're starting to lose the argument, Dylan. That's no. No, but, right. like, but right. like, one Turned movie... What? Okay, what? Godfather. Literally, Godfather. The Godfather Part 1 is better than... Uh, Godfather Part 2 is pretty good, I don't good, know, the IMDb says that Shawshank Redemption is better yeah. than that. I, I like God of War better, but yeah, Shawshank could be that movie. So literally, 
Shawshank, best movie 2018. Let's start it now. But We're did gonna... it get re-released? No, but <laughs> it came out on Blu-ray at some point. It didn't get best picture that year. Yeah. Some maybe movies it... go back to theaters. They don't get best picture, and they're maybe... still better than the other movies that maybe came out. Maybe they should have. No, they shouldn't because they, <laughs> because they already, already won. They were already part director of like the so is the director okay? So what? Who's the guy who directed uh, got a word? Ta is it? Bal- Balrog? Yeah, I think it's Dave. Balrog. Balrog. I think it's Balrog from Balrog. He's from yeah. Okay, so he wins best director for a game. Best director for a game. God of War. Is that a thing? Let's yeah. just say okay, it is. Okay, let's pretend it is. I mean, it should be. It comes out, it's re-released, you know, the next year on Xbox One X, just because Microsoft wants a slice sure. of that pie. Should he get Best Director again, even Absolutely though he's not. already been awarded for Best Director once? And, it's, and his direction in that game is better than every other game but he that direct, came out. But he didn't direct the game that year. He directed it last he year. He directed it one no, time. No, but he probably didn't. He actually probably directed that game in 2014. Right, but, right. he directed it. But it, was, it already happened. Well, it's, but it already happened when he won it the first time, too. Right. So are we going to give... Well, they released somebody, cars the year prior to. Are we going to give the Best too. Actress Award for the same role that she won five right. years no. ago for the same movie? That no, you just, don't. They're like, hey, we're putting this back out in theaters again because we think it's fun. So you they get put it back dip. out. So let's, let's, say, let's say that they re-release The Godfather. And, and, fun. And Thank all you, of a sudden, everyone's like, our oh my God, I've never seen <laughs> The Godfather before. This is incredible. <laughs> well, tough luck. This, you should have watched movie, it already. <laughs> this movie grossed, outgrossed every other movie that came out this year. Best boss office success, but not best movie. No, no, no. doesn't matter. It does because the, the Oscars sudden, it, actually added an award category all this the most popular film. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden, For this reason. The, the Godfather 2 has a huge resurgence. It has every People who have never seen this before are seeing this movie, and they're like, oh my God, this movie is better directed than any other movie that came out this entire year. Sure. That sounds Give it best absolutely picture. silly. Give but it best here's picture. the thing. The movie didn't come out that year. It but again, they got re-released. They just made it again. They, right. they introduced it to well, an entire didn't. new they audience. They didn't make it, though. Like, it's... Forty years old. Yeah. Well, so maybe they upresed it. Maybe they maybe they it digitally redid everything. It's, it's a new movie. It's a new audience. A new everything. This is the longest we've gone on one question. Yeah, Vinny. Well, it's, it's pointless. It would be pointless to have awards at that point until uh, until you just decide that this game is now better than the last. The it's like you would just no, have the, the best period, game, the t- the and then it would go like this, finite. and then okay, this game's better, so this one's knocked out. Of all the and this one, I wish we were live streaming. And this one, no. The thing is, is the time period's finite. It's the best game that came out this year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. doesn't matter. I don't care when it was made. Right, but the game already came out. It's already been released. It's just released on something else. Well, then it's Xbox Game of the Year. It's not the PS4 Switch Xbox Game of the Year because it's just the Xbox Game of the Year. Okay. It shouldn't compete against other platforms because it was already out on those. Well, but then I mean, really, the argument should be then then how do you then how can God of War be the best game? It was only available on the PS4. Right, that's fine. But it's not going to win any best games next year because it was the best story. It was the best technical achievement. It was the best. You can't objectively compare it. Like I mean. But I guess the thing is, is, is so. What's the difference between the God of War coming out on one system and? Being able to be eligible for Game of the Year, I mean, arguably yes, maybe Game of the Year. It comes out on a, this, you know, next year it comes out on the PS on the Xbox. It's never been there before. It's arguably better than every other game, but it's the same game. It's the same that, game. You play the same story as the same character with the same script and the same characters and everything. It's not a different game. Yeah, but it's better than it's every not other a game. different cast that did it that year. It's not a reboot game of, of the, the year. game. Even All we're saying is that it's game of the year. I'm not saying when it came out before. I'm saying this is the best game that came out this year. 
Right, but like if a movie comes out at the tail end of the season, it's still eligible in that season, not the next. They have yeah, a it's like a fiscal year. <laughs> they I can the you can re-release a movie. Okay, they and, definitely do it, and, and it's never it's literally never it's never in the running for movie of the year because it's it maybe it already be. has been. Well, no, there's rules in place. No, it's like you you like, need you to have I, some set of rules when doing like awards, or it's pointless. Is it the Oscars that have the rule that like remakes or whatever are not eligible? Are remakes eligible? I think I'm pretty so. sure they, I are. Think they are. Or maybe it's the Grammys. But I think it's, then, it's, it's pretty it's like, uh, uh, like like cover songs. But I don't think that would be it either. But I don't um, know. To me, like well, oh, so I, I'm pretty sure that in the Grammys, like a cover song cannot be um, awarded for um, best. Or like song of the year or best, right? They best might because they might say oh, that ridiculous. has to be original. Well, because it's because it's a writer's credit. Oh sure, I, I mean I get right. it, but is what it is. Because I know I remember the big controversy was around Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You." Oh uh, sure, so sure, and it sure. couldn't win certain awards because of that. So it's kind. I feel like there should be or there are some rules in place for things like that because what you're basically talking about is releasing a cover version of a song. It's the same. It's the same song for a different. You know, audience. No, I'm just basically. saying releasing the same game a different year on a different platform. Nah. <laughs> no. Damn it, Vinny. Still the same game. If this is the last episode of our show, I want you to all write to Vinny. <laughs> um, you can find him on Discord. Uh, I'm kidding. We're not going anywhere. This is fun. All right. Thank you for that very um, insightful You just question. never know. You just never know. And by insightful, I don't mean like insightful. It's like incited I'm looking at it, it's, violence. You just incited violence. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you. Turn down for what wants to know. What are your opinions of people who will easily pony up the cost of a AAA game on microtransactions and free-to-play games for hats and skins and blah, 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 but then turn right around and complain about spending $60 on a good game and its additional DLC, which look vastly more time, which took vastly more time to create, especially when they're playing 30-plus hours and still gripe. P.S. I'm all about cosmetic micro microtransactions in AAA games. Um, so, first of all, I feel like if I pay full price for a AAA game, I don't need to get nickel and dimed with microtransactions. I will absolutely pony up for DLC because I don't consider that a microtransaction personally. Mm-hmm. Um I, I'm not going to pay microtransactions for a AAA game. Yeah, and I think he's actually talking about something a little different in that, like, for instance, someone someone paying, someone playing Fortnite for yeah, a play game. Yeah, they dropped 100 bucks yeah. in right. cosmetic They've upgrades. Probably complaining about the cost of, Man, of video God games. Man, God of War was 60 right. bucks. Man. Oh, I got to buy Destiny for 60 bucks, and then they, they right. don't even make it good until I spend 90 bucks but on I it. But I just spent $100 right. on a hat that makes my head look like a lawnmower. Right. First of all, I would like a hat that makes my head look like a lawnmower. <laughs> that would be awesome. I might definitely pay 150 bucks for that. Um, right. I think, sure, there's probably an optimal model for all games that if they figured it out... It's called free. It, like, <laughs> everyone would be in love with it, but it's just, like, it's so... I think it's so hard to... Right. To figure out what the value of any game is actually worth. It's just this I mean, impossible quest to make everyone happy and figure out the best way to monetize your game in a reasonable mm-hmm. way to get people to play it and then to actually make money off of it. Right. I think, too, that, like, there are two different sides to that. Like, it's sometimes hard to come up with 60 bucks or, you Absolutely. know, 80 bucks. And so if you're going to play Fortnite and you're going to put 10 bucks into it every season. Yeah, and, and over time you end yeah, up spending way more on it, right? You know, right. And, and I can almost say like, hey, I, I, man, I, I, I can't, I don't have the money to pay $60 for a game. Those, those are way too expensive, but I have the money to pay 10 bucks a month over seven months. Right. You know. Right. It's like it's like Different financing strokes. the purchase of a game. Yeah, right. It, it really is. So it's, and it uh, works for some people. I get both sides, but right. 
but I still. But yeah, it's kind of weird to be so like. If th- th- if this person exists, that's like, how could you just spend all that money? And then they <laughs> wear this. Like, it's like, yes, you you're a silly person. You should probably like take a deep breath and realize that you've spent 150 dollars right. on I funny th- pants. I think this is a different but, strokes thing, really. Right, but yeah. it's just people play games differently. It's fine, yeah. but don't don't get mad at anyone for like. Playing a game however, different than you. So. However, I will get mad at the companies that straight up are predatory in their microtransactions. Agreed. The ones that count on those people that have, you know, mental illnesses or have, you know, suffer from depression or anxiety yep. and find ways to make money off of that. Obviously, it's a free, you know, free market. You can get your money however you want to make your money. I gotcha. But absolutely people that complain about the predatory ones yeah. have a if have a leg to stand if on. If your business model is based around whales, there's something wrong with your right. business model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. So it, one, it makes your games not fun anymore. Like right? your game should be fun. Like if you do anything to stop making your game fun mm-hmm. to play and stop a player from playing it, then you know that that model is the incorrect yeah. one. Yeah. Totally. Thank you for that question. Wow, that was a quick one to get through compared to the last one. <laughs> Maybe just one. felt that way. Damn. Um, Joe Coleslaw wants to know, what's your best memory of the PlayStation console, that original PS1? What game that has never been brought back from that console would you go back to? He loved Tomba, Army Men 3D, Threads of Fate, and Toy Story 1 and 2. Hashtag don't judge. Those Toy Story games were great, if I, I remember. Toy Story they games. might not be great now, but... <laughs> Though we're great. No I remember having really bad controls, but were really fun games. Right. I rented one or two. I don't remember which. No, enjoyed a lot um, of it. I would say Army Men. I loved the Army Men games. I never played one. I loved. I, I don't know if I loved those games, but I loved the idea of those I games. I absolutely loved them because I think at that time, like when they came out, it helped that I was the age where I played mm-hmm. with Army Men. Army Men. <laughs> so the idea of I'm I'm a game and I am a green Army Men with a flamethrower and I get to go melt other Army <laughs> Men and then fight insects. Like this is the most amazing game ever because oh, it was yeah. so visceral to like what I was actually doing in my real life at that time. So. I, uh, I'd love to play those games now. PlayStation era for me, probably the the game that I liked the most was um, Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. Yeah, it's if you haven't played it, we were actually just talking about it the other day. And the downside is if you've never played it, like it's really, really, really hard to play There's right now. Options, yeah, you can't. It's, you've got they got a version of it on mobile devices. It's not the same. I think it just got shut down. Really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that yeah. was, I, it wasn't it wasn't the same, but yeah. it, it, it scratched that itch I just think they, enough. They pulled the plug on that one, oh, that unfortunately. Sucks. Yeah, um, and so you can't get it on any of the modern consoles. Um, you can get it, I think, on the Xbox 360 and the PS3 um, digital. Um, finding physical copies for the PlayStation is almost impossible now. Oh, yeah. It goes for like one hundred twenty-five dollars. I piece. got that on. I got the demo of that game on a on an EGM disc, maybe yeah. or something. When they still pumped out demo discs with certain magazines. And my cousin and I played that just because you've just got the one game yep. and then it resets. And we played that just over and over and over. Yeah, I bought it. So it was like the party game to play at my mm-hmm. house for a because it was it's a great game. It's it's pretty easy to pick up, um, relatively difficult to master. Um, but someone new to it could actually could actually be pretty could get into it pretty easily and actually be pretty competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I accidentally I traded I traded in my PlayStation and 10 games to get a PS2 and I left it Dude. in the PlayStation and they literally sold it. Like, I didn't trade it in. They opened it up and like, oh, a game inside. And a guy was at the counter when they did it and bought it cash from them right there. Um, and so I couldn't get it back. It was a bummer. So I had it on the Xbox. It was great. Um, but it's a game that I really, 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 really wish they would either backwards compatible or just re-release. 
Um, so some of my favorites from the PS1 were like OG like release games uh, for the PS1. I loved Wipeout. Mm-hmm. Um, loved Ridge Racer. That was my game. Was Ridge Racer. Um, I loved it. Uh, Tekken. Yeah. Uh, three. Was it Tekken or Tekken mm, Two? I'm not sure. One of the Tekken. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the Tekken games. Loved that one. Uh, and God, I want to. There was Crash Bandicoot. Was a good one too. Yeah, Which, of course, that just came back. Yeah, I was a big fan of the first Resident Evil. Um, you know, I liked it. It scared me, especially when the dogs came bouncing through the one and window, and I'm like, ah! "That's what it is exactly." When they say the dogs. I read. So I worked at Software Etc. when uh, Resident Evil came out, and when you worked there, you were allowed to take games home. Um, mm-hmm. So you could take up to two games home for up to a week, and uh, then we just re-shrink wrap them and sell them as new. Anyway, are you serious? Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. not cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I remember I got to take Resident Evil home um, like the day it came out because we had so many of them. It was supposed to be super crazy good voice acting, super good voice acting, and the dogs. Remember how you could hear their fingernails on the the wood floors, so you you knew a dog was coming along because you could hear that click 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 mm-hmm. click click click. And just being me and my wife and uh, one of my best friends growing up played it, and we didn't play it for like I only probably put three hours in that game, two mm-hmm. hours in that game. But man, I just remember being creepy crap, and spooky. And uh, then we went and uh, watched the movie after. Um, what's the Pacino movie? The Devil's Devil's Advocate. Oh, with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I still wow. remember that day so vividly. That's playing Resident so Evil weird. and going to see that movie. Hmm. Well, I didn't really have a PlayStation. My brother did, and I, no. a lot of those games were probably the lot of the games I played on sixty four were also on PlayStation, sure. like the South Park game where you would pee on snowballs and throw them at each other. Oh, I forgot about that game. Um, yeah. And uh, Snowboard Kids, which was released in Japan on PlayStation, but only on N64 in America. I do not but remember I that love game. Snowboard Kids. I don't know that one. It's like a cartoony snowboard game. Oh, huh. Super yeah. fun. All right, Super Hype... <laughs> <laughs> super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man wants to know, what's your favorite video game weapon, and how would you use it around the house to do boring chores? I like it. Uh, the ghost vacuum from uh, Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. I don't, like, I'm just going to suck everything up, and it's going to be clean, and then I'm going to forget ar- about it. That's good. I, I played an arcade version of that at uh, David Mansion? Buster's over, like, two yeah, weekends ago. Yeah, I saw ago. that, and I didn't get to play there because yeah, 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 horrible yeah. David Buster's experience. Because what? He had such a bad experience oh, at David Buster's. Oh, gotcha. We talked about oh, it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember. It was weird. It was really weird, that game. That's strange. Yeah. But you got like this weird, like the it had a physical like vacuum <laughs> gun that you held, and it was incredibly awkward. Um, but that's a good call. That's yeah. a real good call. I'm thinking the gravity gun from Half-Life 2, which let you like pick up stuff and move it places. That'd be super yeah. handy. Like pick up the cat poop. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, I mean, touch it after my dog. Got that's right. Scoopy things for that. I still have to touch it. The it still had thing. poop on it at one point. Oh my god! Anyway, Those like poop particles walk up to the handle and you gotta grab them. I don't gross. I don't think poop works the way you think it does. You don't know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but like, think of how convenient that'd be. Like, lift up your couch, vacuum underneath it, put your couch back down. Like, totally. I'm I'm cleaning like, up the dinner dishes. Up, I just like while sitting on the couch. Yeah. Lift up the lift up the couch with a gravity gun and then clean underneath it with Luigi's. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. It's Done. perfect. I like it a lot. Um, um, I don't know if I've ever really paid too much attention to weapons in games because, like, I should be paying attention to all these weapons in Monster Hunter World. I really should because there are some crazy things. And when you upgrade them with different things, they turn into these other things. And they're really cool looking with these really cool names, but I don't care. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I look at the numbers, and if it protects me or does the damage I want, then I'm cool with it. I'm thinking some sort of weaponized car, like maybe from like Twisted Metal, would probably really improve my commute. Oh, yeah. yes. 
<laughs> um, anyway. In uh, Turok, there was a weapon called the Particle Accelerator. Ooh. And what it would do would, like, you would shoot your enemy, and the enemy would, like, freeze for a second. And then it would blow into little bits. And I think that this would be useful for cleaning the house because... I think deep down inside, I just want to get rid of all the stuff, and I don't want it anymore. (laughs) And if I just blew it up into little bits, it'd be done, and it might have been a little bit more fun than, like, having to go through that sentimental, like, conundrum where you, like, pick it up, and you're like, do I want this shirt? And I was like, (laughs) no, but yeah. Just shoot it with a gun. Just shoot it it with a gun and blow it up. Could be. You should keep it. But I need more space in the house. Those little little glass things? I need to purge. Oh, yeah. They're worth some money. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that my favorite weapon in a video game is Mario's butt. <laughs> I'm going with that. Mario's butt. How's like that? How can you use that around the house? Uh, oh. It's not a good question. We part. should move on to the next one. Okay, done, uh, done. Thank you, super hyper mighty weapon man. Man socks again with the question of the week. What is your favorite retro food item? I.e., what was your favorite thing to eat as a kid? I see ecto cooler, fluffer nutters, etc. I learned what a fluffer nutter was today. It's a peanut butter and marshmallow fluff sandwich. Yeah. Have you eaten one? Yeah. yeah. See, and I knew what they are, but I've never had them. My uh, dad used to talk about them all the time. You've never had one? And you're mm. vegetarian. Yeah. I don't yes, know how those two are things vegetables. That <laughs> There's zero meat in a fluffernutter. That is true. That is true. There's also not any meat in jelly. Unless you add bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a bacon fluffer anyway, would we've probably one, so be we're delicious. We're going to maybe do this and make a video of I it think, or something. I think next week on the podcast hey, we should so you've make fluffer nutters. You never no. had one? Yeah. So we'll have a... Am we'll, I the only one, I, the only one who's had a fluffer nutter? Well, uh, <laughs> I might have accidentally made one, but not know what I was doing. Oh, Dylan, if, you had a fluffer, if you'd have had a fluffer <laughs> nutter, you'd know. I had a fluffer nutted. Anyway. Fluff, your first fluffer nutter is unforgettable. Once you fluffer nutter, you never... Fluffer nutter? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> This is fun. God, this podcast I've had a honey butter sandwich, rails, but no fluffer nutter sandwich. Oh. Do you like peanut butter and banana sandwiches? You ever had one of those? Yeah. That's good. Have you had peanut butter and pickles? Okay. I have not, done. but I've heard that it got, that's a real thing that a lot of people do enjoy. So his Let's name... back to the actual question. Fluffer nutter. Okay. What is your favorite? What is your favorite retro food item? What's considered retro? I would say like food Anything that you ate as a kid childhood. that doesn't exist so is, anymore. Okay. Well, or maybe it does, but maybe... Because I mean, like, then you can't ask what's your favorite retro game if it doesn't exist anymore because they point. all do. Like high C Ecto Cooler, I remember vile. so... But I loved them when I was a kid. Yeah. They're terrible now. Oh, they're they're so terrible. Probably because they haven't made a fresh one in 30 years. Yeah, exactly. I really like Squeeze-Its. See, oh, and, and that's the thing is, I remember liking squeezes. They're also terrible now. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure they... And that juice in the barrels? The little oh, plastic barrels? I about is that. that. The, is that like the wax barrels that you bite the end off? I, maybe. Kinda. Maybe. I and love... I, they still make them, but I love Otter Pops. I love Otter Pops. See, and I thought I loved Otter Pops, and Strawberry they're shortcake. not great. Mm. I, Sir Isaac Lime? We do it. We do a, an Otter Pop thing at, at my kid's school every year, where we give out Otter Pops at the same time we give out yearbooks. Puncho and, Punch, and it's always see. And Puncho mm. Punch is my favorite flavor, but they they just they're not great anymore. So um, I like the. Um, sorry, I keep saying what I like. Carry on, Dylan. They brought Surge back recently, but oh, was that was gone for a while. And I love Surge. I really like Crystal Pepsi. Which I know is back now, and it's still pretty good. I love. I don't think it's back anymore. Oh, maybe not. They brought it, it back, back for a bit. Run. I yeah. love Crystal Pepsi. It was the weirdest thing. Have you ever seen Crystal Pepsi? No. They're, okay. Pepsi's so, gross. Two, two things. Also true. I usually um, don't try any Pepsi products except Pepsi Vanilla was good, and then they Crystal Pepsi it. is way better than regular Pepsi. Yeah, it's 
crystal clear, but it's thick like soda because it's got all the sugary, syrupy goodness, but yeah. it's crystal freaking clear, which is why it's crystal Pepsi. And sidebar, at the little convenience store next to the bar I used to hang out in in Portland, uh, it used to be called George's, this little convenience store. And her name wasn't Georgia, but she was 95 years old and ran the cash register, Pat, which is my mom's name. Um, up on the shelf, four and a half feet above her was a bottle of OG Crystal Pepsi that had been sitting up there unopened for so long uh, it was starting to cave in on itself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. What? I remember trying so Crystal weird. Pepsi for the very first time. We were at a, a uh, in Utah, they used to have a concert series for like four years called Livestock. And it was just a bunch of, yeah, right. It was a bunch of classic <laughs> rock funny. artists, like like Woodstock style, where they just did these right. big concerts and they and were cows. giving away. But they were cows. <laughs> but they were cows. Uh, they were giving away Crystal Pepsi. And it was so good. Um, Is it more healthy for you? Because no, you can see through it? I'm no. pretty sure it's way worse. <laughs> no, I think, I think clear drinks are healthier. Yeah. No, it was not um, great. And last bit of trivia on that. Do you remember the song for the commercial no. for Crystal Pepsi? Who no. sang it, what its name was? No. The song was called Right Now. By Van by Halen? Van Halen. Oh, now that you say that. Sammy Hagar. I, now that you say that, I do remember Van that. That, video has an, that song has an incredible video, too. I mean. It's real good. It's, I've gone back to listen to that song because I remember as a kid, I'm like, this is the best song yeah. ever. And now I've heard it again, and I'm like. What are you talking about? That's yeah, so it's, bad. The, the song's not great, but the video's so really bad. good. Yeah. 3D Doritos. The world right now is run by old men and oil companies. Was 3D Doritos a thing? Yeah. Google yeah, it right they're now. They're good. You don't know Google what I'm talking story. about. You have I to Google it. I got a lot it. to edit on this episode this week. Yeah. I'm ju- I literally just typed in Google 3D Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen these. They were, they're good. They were Doritos in three dimensions. It's amazing. Oh. Um, Completely unnecessary, but delicious. That's strange. Yeah. I don't... You know... The, the flavor was really good, too. Did they taste like Doritos? Yeah, but I don't... There was, like... Were I don't know what it was. Airy? Yeah, it... Lighter? It was just a different texture, and it really... It tasted good. It tasted good. Well, this podcast has, uh, this week, devolved into something completely not... This week's been weird. Yeah. It's all right. Wait, what is it? Because Taurus is in Mercury's... Uh, something's in retrograde. I don't I think, know. Yeah, I think the full moon is getting... Never mind. People yeah. keep talking about it. That's all I know. Okay. Uh, there's all the questions. Thank you so much, Man Sox, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man, Joe Coastlaw, Turned Out For What, and Vinny. If you have questions for us, you can always email them to us uh, from our website or join our Discord. We've got a whole channel full of questions that... <laughs> Some are good, some are not. Some are good, some are blue, some are you, some are me, some are whatever. Um, So, yeah, so there's that. Really quick, let's wrap it up with some cheap free games this week. Uh, New to Game Pass, thank you for pointing this out, even though I've already got it on the PS4. Doom is on Xbox Game Pass. And Rage, you might have heard about the sequel coming. It's called Rage 2. (laughs) Very clever. (laughs) They couldn't call it Fury. Right? Um, So those are both on Game Pass right now. Right Download now. that. Uh, Quake Champions. It's now fully free to play. Yes. Microtransactions, things and stuff, possibly. Maybe. maybe, probably. I think you buy heroes in that game, I mm. think. But whatever, you can play it for free. And like, I th- wasn't super impressed by it, but uh, Josh and Vinny both said it's really, really good. So it, like, it does not look terrific, but they say the gameplay is absolutely fantastic. So give it a go. Never played Quake. Oh, I loved Ever. Quake 1 and Quake 3. Quake 3 was my jam. What happened to 2? Well, there was two in the middle, but... Just not good? I don't know. I, I Not as good as one or three. 
I don't think it was bad, but Quake Quake One was like a revolution in in 3D video games. Um, it came out right as like I mean. You haven't always been able to get like a discrete separate graphics card. You know, it used to just be like it ran on your processor. And Quake One came out right as you started being able to get a separate graphics card for your PC. Um, and so it was just like, wow, how are they doing all those lightings and 3Ds? And, you know, it was, it was kind of a big deal. And then Quake Three just had incredible, incredible multiplayer. And it had a cool thing where you could um, take the game, it was multiplayer only. You could take the game and put it in someone else's computer and install it there. And then up to, I think four of you could play off a single disc. Oh, wow. Yeah. So as long as one person had the disc, you could play with four other players. And so we used to, at the place I worked at the time, we used to do like 15, 20 person land parties um, after work playing quake three. So good memories. All right. If you are looking to upgrade your gaming experience to that 4k HDR thinger with an Xbox one X, you can get a $300 credit uh, towards a new Xbox one X. Uh, at GameStop? Yeah, GameStop. You just have to trade in a PS4 Pro, which doesn't seem like maybe the... I, I don't know if I would do that. Yeah. Uh, I like my Xbox One X a lot. Um, but if you've got a PS4 Pro... But if you... Hang yeah, on yeah, hang on to it. But if you have a PS4 or if you have a Xbox Not One X, you can get... Or a Switch. I, I don't think I do the Switch either. Nope. But uh, you can trade... Either a PS4 or an Xbox in for two hundred fifty dollars towards an Xbox One an X, Xbox which One be, S will get you two fifty, and Xbox One will get you two hundred. Yeah, either way, that's a yeah. pretty good deal. Like to, to be able to get what is arguably the most powerful—I don't even—it's arguably the most powerful gaming system mm-hmm. on the market right now for you know two hundred fifty or three hundred dollars um, by trading in an old system. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, absolutely. It tempts me. Yeah, just just keep your PS4 Pro though. Don't yeah. that in. That's, don't that's, don't do your Switch either. That'd be dumb. Yeah. Um, Humble Bundle, they have the Jackbox, Jackbox Party Bundle on the Humble Bundle. These games are so That's fun. how I, there we go. Yeah, you got it. Um, so what, so what, what do we got? Tell me about this. So if you're not familiar with the Jackbox games, they're all party games. Um, they almost always include You Don't Know Jack, which is a super fun kind of Jeopardy-esque quiz game, um, but that's really irreverent and funny. Um, so pay what you want. Like literally you can go pay a buck and get You Don't Know Jack 1 and You Don't Know Jack 2. Plus you get Fibbage, which is a game based around convincing others that you're not lying. Um, and Quiplash, which I've played, but I don't remember what it's about. But the cool thing about these games is is um, you play most of them using your phone. So you'll put it up on your, your screen, and then everyone who wants to play goes to a web address and types in a code. Mm-hmm. And then you actually do all the choosing of your, you know, in, so in You Don't Know Jack, it's a quiz game. You pick, you know, one, two, or three, four. You do that on your phone. So you can actually have four or five people playing without everyone having to, like, you know, push a button on your PC. Yeah, and what's cool is if you've got more people than is necessary for... Uh, the game, I I'm, don't know if it's in the You Don't Know Jack games, it might be, um, then people can play as the audience, and they're like, they're an extra character. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So yeah, so everybody's still in it, and it's funny, because some games do this thing where it's like, okay, let's see what the audience said, because if they yeah. said this, then blah, 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 that. It's good. So everybody gets to play. It's a lot of fun. If you be the average, which is actually going up, it's a dollar more now than it was when I checked like three hours ago. It's ten bucks right now. You get You Don't Know Jack 3, You Don't Know Jack 4, and the Jackbox Party Pack, um, which includes a bunch of games. 
and uh, the Jack Packs Party Pack, Jack Box Party Pack Two. Um, I think those include include like the drawing game mm-hmm. where you actually sketch out on your your iPhone or your Android, you know, what the stuff is. Um, and if you pay twelve bucks or more, you get Jack Box. Jo- wow, these That's are hard. Really hard to say. Jack Box Party Pack Three and Drawful Two, which is that. That's the drawing game. It's super fun. So these are great if you play a lot, um, especially if you have your PC hooked into your television. Mm. Um, these are these are great. I, I'm actually have... going to do this right now. I need to go look and see because I own some of these already and I don't remember which ones. I don't own them. Yeah, they're, they're well worth it. Well worth it. Looking to, uh, I keep looking to see, you know, what, looking into getting these things because. Yeah. We have people over, and we do game nights once oh, in a while. Oh, you love so it. Like, That's perfect I, for that. I need to do that. Yeah. These are great. Love them. Yeah, yeah, Okay, and how long is this going to be available? Yeah, yeah, uh, just yeah. started today, so it's good for like almost the next two weeks. All right, cool. Um, Is that it? That is it. Oh, wow, okay. We did it. Done! <laughs> Get Woo! another. Um, all right, it's after five. I've got work to do, so we're going to wrap this up real quick. Done. Find us online on all the social medias at Bite Me Podcast, B-Y-T-E Me podcast.com is our website slash humble we are an official humble bundle partner go there if you plan on getting that jack back jack box that you remember the aliens from mars attack i love that movie love that movie so much that's so good uh anyway twitter facebook mixer love us oh and patreon.com slash bite me podcast 